الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا عاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله تبارك وتعالى وراقبوه وراقبة من يعلم أن ربه يسمعه ويراه أيها المسلمون Indeed, the best of da'awat, the best of supplications and prayers and du'as that the person, the Muslim, the mu'min can make in this life are those da'awat, those prayers, those supplications that were uttered upon the tongue of the best of mankind and the chief of mankind, Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For indeed the du'as, the prayers and the supplications that the Messenger of Allah والسلام, made, they were the best of supplications. They were the most perfect of supplications. They were the supplications that contained the most amount of barakah, the most amount of blessing. The supplications, the ad'iyah that were uttered upon the tongue of Al-Mustafa alayhi salatu wasalam, they were the most comprehensive form of supplications ever to be made. And thus the Muslim, Jadirun Bihi, it is binding upon the Muslim and it is appropriate for the Muslim to give importance to, to the du'as of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam throughout his day, throughout his night, and throughout his life. Ayyuhal ikhwatul kiram. It is inevitable when a person exits his house, that he's going to interact with people. He's going to mix with people, intermingle with people. It's inevitable that you're going to say things to people and people, they're going to say things to you. It's inevitable that you are going to do things to people and they will do things to you. Among that in interaction, is the interaction that will be good, positive. And among that interaction is the interaction that is bad, evil, and negative. And thus we find that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, once he would exit his house, he would say a dua, he would say a supplication, a prayer by which he asks Allah to save him from four things. And when we contemplate over the dua that the Messenger of Allah would make, then we find that these four things are comprehensive. They are all inclusive. All of the things that you want to save yourself from, they are contained within this dua that the Messenger of Allah made. In the Sunan, or rather in the Sunan al-Arba'ah, in the four Sunan, in a narration declared Sahih by Imam al-Albani, from the hadith of Umm al-Mu'mineen, Umm Salama, Hind radiallahu ta'ala anha, that she said, مَا خَرَجَ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِنْ بَيْتِ قَطْ إِلَّا رَفَعَ طَرْفَهُ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ She said that the Messenger of Allah, the Prophet, he never exited my house, except that when he would exit, he would raise his eyesight towards the sky. فَقَالْ اللَّهُمَّ أَعُوذُ بِكَ 
an adilla aw udall aw azilla aw uzall aw adhlim aw udhlam aw ajhala aw yujhala alayya she said that the messenger of allah he would never leave my house except that he would raise his eyesight to the sky and then he would say oh allah i seek protection in you from misguiding and from being misguided from slipping and from being made to slip from oppressing and from being oppressed and from behaving ignorantly and from having others behave ignorantly towards me this is a dua that the messenger of allah would make whenever he would exit his house let us now contemplate before we look at the dua itself just over the statement of Ummi Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha that the messenger of Allah would raise his eyesight towards the sky what does that indicate in it there is an indication of having iman in the ulu of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having iman in the highness of Allah jalla wa az that Allah is high and above his creation above his throne that Allah he is separate from the creation and that he is not as some of the ignorant ones from the Sufiya the mystics they claim that Allah he is that Allah is in every single place that Allah is incarnate within the creation the belief of the pantheists that the creator and the creation they are one and single entity no it is from the sunnah of the messenger of allah from his sunnah we can deduce that having iman in the ulu of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is the belief of the messenger of allah having iman that allah is high and above his creation not mixed with his creation now think and contemplate as to how appropriate it is that when you exit your house you think about the ulu of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because when you go outside it's inevitable that you're going to mix with people and it's inevitable that you're going to be faced with circumstances whereby you have to exercise sabr sabr in terms of patience in terms of obeying Allah Patience in terms of keeping away from disobeying Allah and patience in terms of the, of the decrees of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You go outside in the public, you have to be careful as to what you look at. You have to be careful as to what you hear. You have to be careful as to how you use your tongue and how you use your limbs. So how appropriate it is that when you exit your house, you're mindful of the muraqaba of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're mindful that Allah he is watching you that Allah is seeing you and that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nothing is is kept secret and hidden from him anything and everything that you do and say and think it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching it and is well aware of it how appropriate it is that when you exit your house you're aware that Allah is watching you and thus you are careful as to what you say you are careful as to what you see and you are careful as to what you hear there on after the messenger of allah alayhi salatu wasalam 
he makes dua to his Lord. Allahumma a'udhu bika an adhilla aw udal. Oh Allah, I seek your protection. That I misguide or that I become misguided. That I misguide. Whether you misguide others or you misguide your own self. You misguide your own self by way of sins, by way of disobedience, by way of rebelling against your Lord the Most High. Or an udal, or that I become misguided. You may open your door, you exit your house, you enter into the public, and you have no intent of evil, you have no intent of causing anyone harm, you have no intent of committing sin, you have no intent of disobeying your Lord, the Most High. However, external factors that are beyond your capacity to control, those factors, they come in your way and they cause you to become misguided. You go outside of your house, not wanting any evil, but then somebody comes to you and he tempts you towards evil. You go outside, not wanting to commit haram, you want to be righteous, but then certain other factors, they come in your way and they pull you and they lure you into haram. So you seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from misguiding, whether it's others or yourself, and likewise being misguided by others and other factors, other factors that are beyond your control. Then the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he says that he seeks refuge in Allah from zalal. He seeks refuge from Allah from slipping, i.e. seeking refuge in Allah from committing mistakes why you don't even realize. Then he sought refuge from Allah, from dhulm, from oppressing, from doing wrong to others. That is, that you place things in their wrong place. Dhulm is that you place things in their wrong place, whereas wisdom is that you place things in the right place. So you interact with other people, and you seek refuge from Allah, that you oppress them, either in their mal, in their wealth, by stealing from them, by cheating them, by deceiving them. Or you seek refuge in Allah, that you oppress others as far as their ird is concerned, as far as their honor is concerned. You seek refuge from Allah, that you are saved from insulting others, and others insulting you, from mocking others, and others mocking you from lying and backbiting and gossiping concerning others and others backbiting and gossiping against you. Why? Because these are great and mighty sins that a person will be, ta will be taken to account for on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And then likewise, that you seek refuge in Allah, that He protects you from oppressing others as far as their physical self is concerned, from attacking others and others attacking you. And then thirdly, the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he seeks refuge from Allah, or from the fourth matter, that Allah protects him from acting ignorantly and from others behaving ignorantly towards him. I.e., that you behave with others like how the foolish people behave, like the ignorant people behave, or others, they treat you just like the ignorant people treat others. 
with rudeness, with disrespect, with bad manners, because these are not the these are not the characteristics of the ibad of Ar Rahman, of the servants of the creatures. Ayyuhal Muslimun. One thing to bear in mind that when a person makes these ad'iyah is that it's not sufficient just to make these ad'iyah, just to make these du'as, just to make these supplications. And then you think, khalas, you are safe and secure. You are safe and secure from oppression. You are safe and secure from misguidance, from slipping, and from behaving ignorantly. No. Rather, you are to make these du'a. And then, in addition to that, you are to adopt the means and the avenues by which those du'as are brought into effect. There is no point you saying, Allahumma a'udhu bika an adhilla aw udhal. Oh Allah, I seek protection in you from misguiding and from being misguided. But then when you go out, you have no care and concern concerning your social company. So you mix with misguided people. You mix with people that are fusaq, that are open sinners against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, committing, committing monstrous crimes against the master of the universe subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have no care and concern that I'm going to hang about with this person even though we know deep down that your social company has an effect upon you. You're going to become like that person. You have no care and concern as to who you hang about with. Is he a person of sunnah or is he a person of bid'ah and misguidance, calling to misguidance? He is from the du'at of abwab ila abwabi jahannam. He is from the callers to misguidance, inviting people to the abwab of jahannam, to the gates of, of jahannam. A person of bid'ah, a person of innovation. You have no care and concern. I'm going to mix with this person, yet you think that Allah will save you from misguidance. No. You want to be saved from oppression, and you ask Allah to save you from oppression. But then when you go outside, no one's honor is safe from your tongue. No one's wealth is safe from you. Safe from you being taken by you by, of by way of deceit and lying and deception. Therefore, what is incumbent upon the slave is that he, when he makes these dua, that he makes his ad'iyah, that in addition to that, he utilizes the asbab and the wasail by which these ad'iyah are brought into effect. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem. Nabiyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Amma ba'd. Faya ayyuhal muslimoon. One thing to bear in mind concerning this dua that the Messenger of Allah made is that when a person he exits his house, it's inevitable that he's going to come across people and he's going to be faced with circumstances that are going to potentially cause him harm. There is a potential for that to occur. How is it then that you save yourself from that harm? When you mix with the public, when you go outside into the world, there is a potential from you being harmed or you harming others. Whether it's dalala, misguidance, oppression, slipping or acting and behaving ignorantly. So how do you save yourself? And how do you ensure that you are not affected by this? The underlying matter concerning this is having tawakkul upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Having trust and dependency upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You go outside, you don't know and you have no control 
over those other factors that could affect you. And thus the underlying matter is that you place your trust and your dependency upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For that reason we find that the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu in another narration, when he would exit his house, he would say, Bismillahi, he would say, uh, when he would exit his house, Bismillahi tawakkaltu. In Allah I have placed my trust. And there is no might and no power except by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you exit your house in reality, the primary matter is that you place your trust and your dependency upon your Lord the Most High, praying to Him with the supplications uttered by your Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, and utilizing the means and the avenues by which those supplications are brought into effect. Allahumma inna na'udhu bika an nadilla aw nudal aw nazilla aw nuzal aw nadhlim aw nudhlam aw najhal aw yujhal alayna O Allah, we seek protection in you from being mis- from misguiding and from being misguided from slipping and from being made to slip from oppressing and from being oppressed and from acting ignorantly and from having others behave ignorantly towards us wa sallallahu ma ala nabiyyina muhammad wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin وأقيم الصلاح